SB Pod is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's Name Your Price tool gives you options based on your budget because options are nice. Visit Progressive.com. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome. It is SV Pod. Steve, I have notes. Oh, boy. Always a good time when I got notes. Did some research for the pod today. You did? I did. It was really interesting because here's where I want to start today. And, and this is coming off of where we started our show Sunday night. Dame Lillard scored 71 points. And Tim Legler said something that just got my wheels and my brain turning. I found it interesting. Tim said someone's going to score 100 points. Did that catch your attention? Uh, yeah. I, I'll tell you why I caught mine. Because I think he's right. And a lot of it is the modern game. And Dame showed it last night. What do you have, 13 threes? Yep. That's 39 right there. But a lot of it's just the way the game's played. And I I, I was really curious about something. So I looked this up. Now, is 10 years a long time? I mean, yeah, it is. But then again, I mean, SVP and Rosillo, we were in the midst of doing our thing, which, yeah, was a lifetime ago in some ways. (laughs) Didn't have three kids running around, but it wasn't that long ago. I looked up the scoring defense in the NBA a decade ago. Mm-hmm. The worst scoring defense in the NBA one decade ago was the Sacramento Kings. They gave up 105 points a game. The best scoring defense today in the NBA is the Cleveland Cavaliers, who gives up 106. Mm-hmm. This, this floor is the ceiling or the ceiling is the floor, or the ceiling is the roof, or whatever the hell Jordan said. It's in a decade. It -hmm. went from the team that was the worst defense is now the team who is the best defense. Five years ago, there were two teams who averaged under 100 a game. Two. There are now two who average under 110 defensively. And so just the fact that defense is... Part of it's threes. Part of it's just want to. Part of it's just the way the league is. The way the they look at the regular season is just less grind and emphasis on, I don't know, day-to-day, game-to-game, yeah. what, whatever the case might be. Plus, people evolve. Sports, the game never stays static. Athletes get better. Shooting certainly is better. Dame Lillard has legitimate range any place on the other side of half court. Legitimate. When he pulls, it doesn't feel like a bad shot. And I just started thinking about what Tim said. And, I, and all it's really going to take is someone deciding they want to do it. Last night, clearly, Dame in the fourth quarter against Houston was still in attack mode. He wanted to get to a number, which was 70. In his case, as it turned out, 71. Then he took that one last three, which would have tied Clay. And I just found it interesting. I happen to love Dame Lillard. I talked about it on the show. I love him. I love everything about him. His commitment to his craft, his commitment to his city, the fact that Steve, I was a guy that ran my mouth when I played. Does that shock you? <laughs> I was a talker. Yes, I was. He never changed his expression, man. Just giving it to you. Hanging to 71. Never just, it could, it looks like maybe, maybe he bricked it off the shot clock, but I just, I love how the guy plays the game. And I think you put together a short list of who, who would be on the chance to get 100. He'd be very near the top. And I just, I don't know that it, I don't know that anyone, is going to make that a specific point of emphasis, but it just feels like the direction of the league and how many scoring explosions we've seen this year 
you know, you picture Wilt holding the holding up that piece of paper with a hundred. And Tim's point was it's going to be a guard who does it, but partly because there aren't any big men anymore. That that's all I got for you is that this this is this feels like it's going to happen on our watch. Someone's gonna someone's gonna make a run at it. Couple things. You know the last game Dame played before last night? I don't. The All Star game. Hmm. Week off comes out scores seventy one. Uh, they got caught in an airplane for seven hours. He didn't play the next night, and this was his first game at home. Uh, I think there's a lot of intangibles that play into it. You mentioned this scoring change. You know, that shot clock change in an offensive rebound, that's been in, introduced to us. Yeah, uh, yeah. The whole style of analytics with the three ball and the Warriors changing, you know, that's that's 10 years now. Um, and you said it just keep evolving, and it's just it, it's a change. But I think it's going to – I don't know how much more committed the younger players are. Uh, I just yeah. love Dame for the stuff he's put in, and you're going to have to make 23 pointers in a game to do it. Probably, and also, that's that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Or, or I mean, 71's to- nice. You got to score 30 more. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, a great, I get it. Like everybody yeah. loves the list where they're putting it up there. Like 71's been done a bunch of times. We showed the list last night. Mitchell did it this year. Yeah, I mean, I remember when David Robinson just said, "Screw it, I want to win the scoring title," and he went out the last night. Against the Clippers, I want to say, uh, in the 90s, I remember watching that and him scoring 71. I'm like, there's no way he could get to 100. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty darn impressive. I mean, he got the ball every time. Now he's shooting jump hooks in the lane. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're going to have to make 23-pointers in a game to do you know it. And you know what else? What? You're going to have to play 48 minutes. And yep. nobody yep. plays 48 minutes. Well, Dane was still in there once the game was out of reach, and he was still pulling every time he got the ball. Well, which I, I and you know what? This, this is what it really boils down to. I just love Dame Lillard. I just absolutely love the guy. I just he's about everything that I think is the best stuff that athletes can be about. You know, as I said on Sports Center, committed to the city, committed to the craft, and no <laughs> just gives it to people on so the regular. Your favorite player in the NBA? Uh, Durant's mm-hmm. Durant's just you know heart. You know me in lists. I don't do I great. Don't know. I don't do great. He's he's up there. He's high on that list. All right. You and Liss. We love him. Um, I mentioned this as well on Sports Center on Saturday night. Sunday night. I wasn't on Saturday night. Why does Jokic's arms look like he fought a bear? <laughs> like what what are we what is it? It's just he's got gashes on his body. There's a lot of yeah. guys in the league that are like like they'll keep their nails long just to you know. That's that's what I'm getting at. I can't stand me either. It's I mean, guys, like just cut your fingernails. No, nah, dude, we want to slice the place where Jokic is supposed to have a tricep but doesn't really have one. We want to slice it clean open. Do you know what happens to me when my fingernails get a little bit longer? The dirt gets under them. I'm yeah, like, that's, that's, that's I mean, what? I just I don't know how you do it. I I, I don't know how you do it. But that's um, what I, that's my point takeaway. Mm-hmm. NBA players need to cut their fingernails. Yep, just maintain a, it's I mean, a hygiene. Steph's got Steph's got a bunch too. If you look at Steph, he's got some scars from just scratches. It's yeah, bad. Dudes are battling out there. Leave Jokic alone. Right. If you don't want him to get a third MVP, that's fine. Don't don't. Don't death He's by a hundred fingernail cuts. Legler loves Denver. He is all in on them. I'm going to just keep pushing that, that talking point because everyone else just wants to ha- not hate. That's the wrong term. 
We talked about this as long as I've been doing this. Hate is people say, oh, you're a hater. Eh, it's just it's criticism. People, people are allowed to be critical of things. And it's not hating. It's criticism. Mm-hmm. You have to be an adult and sort of digest it. Don't take it as hate. Don't get mad. Mm. I do think that there that there's pushback as folks think, Jokic, if you're really the MVP, you got to make a run in the finals. That's not unreasonable. But it is interesting because the Kings are new to it at, th- at three. There's a lot of sexiness in the middle of the West going all the way down to the bottom. Now news on Monday, LeBron going to miss an extended period of time, it appears, with that injury they suffered in that comeback win over Dallas. There are certainly sexier teams to sell out West, but uh, that's a connected bunch that uh, Michael Malone has uh, with Denver. I don't know. Legs is legs is on board. He feeds, what does he say? There's like five teams. He said Boston, Milwaukee, and then he gave you Denver, the Clippers, and the Phoenix. Suns. That's it. That's all he's got on his list. Speaking Do you of anymore, lists, Wizards, obviously, <laughs> obviously, just channel some of that, some of that Wizards daily from back in the day. <laughs> Get on the good foot. No, I no, I mean Philadelphia. If if Harden if Harden is channels the best version of Harden, could they could they knock one of those teams out? Yeah, I think they absolutely could. Mm. Are you throwing a towel in on Golden State? It's impossible to do it because they're them. Yeah, I'm but not, it's, I'm not. It, I'm not. No, okay, and that's fair. But at some point, what's the line they say about people? Like when people t- show no, you who it. they are, believe them. Well, this, it, we and I know that Steph's been hurt all year. I he he's it's one thing after another and. If he gets healthy, and when they're all together, like Draymond's talked about, man, when when Draymond, Clay, and Steph are all together, that's a that's a tough that's a tough group to deal with. You know what? Given. You know what I find out? Given, but is all right. It's easy for the people that the people that I think it's a scary thing to do, and this is why I won't do it. I think the people that don't like the Warriors are discounting them, and that still scares me. Still and that's a, that, that's a, there's no question because there's fatigue with them. There's people that just speaking of hate, I feels like the Curry stuff's just hate, just just because you, yeah. for whatever reason, you just didn't want to like him. Well, how'd that work out for you? Um, I've always been a step, I'll always fight the Steph slander because I find it preposterous, but definitely there's a bit of rooting against. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it's hard to, it's hard to buy too many other teams that you think could win. You know what? Sixteen games. You said something at the bottom of the standings. What do you yes, got? because the Lakers now with this news, mm-hmm. if they keep falling, if they, I mean, you talk about it. Hey, let's be in the bottom four to get a fourteen percent oh, chance. Wemby, but like it, they're not gonna have. They're not gonna be in the bottom four of the league. But no. if they're out of this and they're in the lottery. They don't get that pick. That goes to the Pelicans. Rigged. So I just looked at the deals they made before the deadline, and mm-hmm. I thought, like, they really – they didn't care if it had, if it was playing. Like, they needed to get in. And now I don't know if they're going to without LeBron. So I, I just think that is – can you imagine? What, two years in a row them not making the playoffs? Them having the number one pick, and it's not theirs. Rigged. The league will give it back to them. Here. Come on, everything's rigged. Didn't you see this weekend in college basketball? All those buzzer beaters, it's rigged. Yeah. Set what it up a, the script. What a Saturday in college basketball. We Holy got a better smokes. one coming this Saturday. But yeah, let's talk Saturday. Well, it speaks to 
Oh, by the way, the list. Well, we have 20. How many did you have? 26 last 26. week? 26. Anything happened last week? We're, we're down to it. This is the last week of the regular season. We're already starting conference play. We get to that week, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Stanford Steve says is the best, the best three or four days of sports of the year, right? Yes. Okay, that's not this week. That's next. Correct. Um, but New it's York already City, started. Buckle up. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I got three in, teams circled. That what they have fallen off the list. They're not falling. They're circled. They are what? on the verge of falling off the list. Okay, who are they? Providence. Okay. Virginia, Michigan State. You we didn't have Iowa State on the list last week anyway, did we? No, I did not put them on my list. No, and they've they've lost. I looked. They're they're playing West Virginia, so I mean they they they're at home. They're supposed to win, but they've they, they've had a rough go. Got beat this weekend at home by Oklahoma. Mm. That's the bottom of the Big Twelve, by the way. Is Oklahoma? They've got a bunch of got a bunch of huge wins and a double digit win over Alabama. Yes, the, right. The the one the one Crazy. smackdown that of uh, of Bama this year. Um, so those teams are circled. They're circled. Virginia can't score. I told you last week that I like Miami. No, I know we went at it about Virginia. You and were... then and the two games they played before the losses they had were were a, a, a win on the road by three over a horrific Louisville team and a home win over Notre Dame by two. Then they lost two in a row last week. They can't score, man. Okay. They can't score. You gotta score. Gotta score with the basketball. Does a team need to be added? I don't know, Steve. Do they? <laughs> I had them on that thing last week, and I didn't say I have a thirty to one ticket on Maryland to make the Final Four. I got that two weeks ago. I'll just and... say this. Well, I'll just say this. Come on, give it to me. In the loss to Tennessee by three in the loss at Mackey to Purdue by three and at the loss on the road to Michigan State, which ended up being five, they dunked at the buzzer, would have been three, three, three for symmetry. No big deal. Maryland shot five of 67 from three. Not very good. Awful. My point is you can't shoot worse, and yet they lost those games by the slimmest of margins. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, they made 14 three-pointers against Northwestern. I'll just say this about my squad. If they make 14 threes again, then they can, they could make a final four. You tell me they couldn't, who couldn't they beat? So the, I like your 30 to one. You want to add them, add them. I won't do it just because people just okay. roll their eyes at me. I do want to do one thing. This is extremely inside the beltway, but I do want to give a shout to Kevin Willard and his staff. You can't do a better job in a first year to unite a fan base and get people back fired up. You're new to the area, but when Maryland basketball is right, it's second to the Washington football team in this area in terms of interest. Now, the Caps won a, won a title, and Nats. You know, the Nats won a title. Attitude. Understood, but I'm just, I'm just telling you in terms of there's a huge alumni base in the area. No, you guys are crazy. You're out of your minds, and it's good to see. That's what I'll say. It's right. Good to see him back. Not you. You've always been there. You never left. A lot of people, I noticed, started going to games. I'm like, oh, you go to games? Oh, good. Good to know. Listen, Willard, he, he referenced it after they won the other day. Like, when, when he first got here, and I try, I try to tell him about what I thought, just try to help the guy figure out the navigate the lay of the land in terms of the area. 
because he's a human being, right? Like your new coach shows up. Like, I don't ask him, like, who are we going to get in the portal? I'm like, all right, here's what we want to think about living. Here's school situation. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to navigate, man. But the uh, one, the, the one thing I said about, about, the, about this fan base in this area is you get everybody locking arms, kumbaya, fill that building, man. It's their nights. That building won't let you lose. And they didn't lose at home in the, uh, in, in conference. And, um, you know, the one night they lost is the night I brought you. So I don't bring yeah. you back. That's fine. It's fine. You just don't come back. But it, I, uh, no joke, whether they're, whether your final four ticket comes in or not, they're going to the tournament in his first year. And they've got some ballers coming in on the recruiting front, some high school kids locally, people that know, know in the area and who they got. I don't need to tell you. And if I mention the school, they're like the thunder. Actually, they're, their best years are ahead of them. They got a lot of picks. Yeah, we got we, Maryland's acquired 36 second round picks. We're stockpiling second round picks. No, no, we want to trade those for 34. Never want to use them. Just want to have them. Just want to have the picks. Got a nice window opening. But it's been salute to Coach Willard, his staff, his team, who deserves a ton of credit. It, it was a it was a lot of fun. It was a fun year. My family was in the building on Sunday. Um, it's it's fun to be reminded. That, Just say uh, it. Just say you're psyched. You're psyched. I, Good. You should hey, be. I'm invested. You, you know what happens over time? You get older, you lose the things you're passionate about yep. a, a, as a fan. And that's the one thing. Yeah. Like, Maryland sports, particularly Maryland basketball. Although we we're on playing plus, we were watching Coach Tillman's be the best. We we're watching the Lox guys went up to Princeton. Huh? Big one. Big dub there on the road. Salute to Coach Tillman and the boys. No, Terps, Terps Athletics is still, I think it's pretty obvious. People know that that's the one thing that I'm still kind of ginned up for. So, Not kind of, all the way. Whatever. Nope, I make zero apologies. We're all from somewhere. I'm from here. Um, but the, the games this weekend, I think, speak to how good's the top. Kansas is really, really good. The, mm -hmm. the, number, the number of high-level wins they've got is unbelievable. And so they've been through it, man. And their ceiling, how good is your good? Really high. But do they have, they got like a lottery pick that scares the hell out of you? Not really. You know what I mean? Like a, a dominant, dominant college player. No, they have multiple very, very good players. I agree with that. Bama, I mean, and again, this situation with Miller is, continues to be the topic of conversation of should he or shouldn't he? And he went out against South Carolina and hung 41. And I mean, the deal with a pat down, I can't even fathom how you can allow that to go on. Just, and they say, oh, I won't happen again. Well, how did, how, how did it happen at all? But it's so hard to separate that storyline and the topic with the just the basketball piece. But you have a player who's remarkably talented in a year where there doesn't feel like one dominant team, and Bama's is certainly on the list of people that you wouldn't want to have to play. But short of that, I mean, if Purdue's still on the one line or Indiana's on the one line, you know, are you terrified? Hardly. I mean, then, then the eight nines are going to be a bunch of people that are from Power Five conferences that have already played all these guys. It's really easy to say there'll be chaos, there'll be mayhem. There probably won't be that much, but if there's a if there's some, it's hardly going to be a surprise. Yeah, I just you talked about the just the randomness too of Saturday. Obviously, the buzzer beaters were to talk, but like you mentioned, Oklahoma goes to Iowa State and wins. 
Indiana goes in to Purdue and might have played the sh- best game of the year. That shocked me. I thought I thought Purdue, I get that there are limitations with the young guards. I understand. And people have figured out Edie, double, blah, blah, blah. And they don't have a ton of great shooters. But I just I think Mackey's as good a home court as there is. Yeah. And I, I thought that Mackey, like talking about talking about Maryland and their their what their building can be. I like I thought Mackey wouldn't let them lose. Yep. And that's not a knock on Purdue. That's that's a tip of the cap to IU. Yeah, their, fr- their freshman Shafino was a- unreal. I saw him in person in Maryland. Reason Maryland won. That guy went one of fourteen. All right, mm-hmm. he went for thirty five against Purdue and looked every bit like the pro I thought he was coming out of high school. Uh, that was a hell of a win for them. Yeah, and then like a team we love, UCLA. They go on the road, toughest love road them. trip in the sport, I think, and they claw out two wins against not good teams in Utah and Colorado. <laughs> not impressive, but that you know what they won them. Two dubs, two dubs on that Utah, Colorado. You've you've said that doesn't to me for happen. years. It no, does it really not doesn't happen. And it's it was amazing. hard. It, that Boulder win was not hard. It was not easy to get for UCLA, but they got out of there and they win the they win the Pac twelve because because Arizona State wanted the buzzer down on yeah. Arizona. And we got UCLA Arizona. I know it doesn't mean much, but still, those are two teams you want to yeah, yeah, see does. play each other. And then Saturday night capped off by that panel that was just cranked. All the way, no matter what. And we talked about them. Like, is this a different scenario where they could thrive? And knowing it's I, this, ha, this is Timmy's last deal, right? I, I don't mean, know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he, he already has kind of feels like that, that's that, that, uh, that teaching assistant, like go play with the professors at lunch thing against the train. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, they had the, like, mu- the mustaches. Those who- are like four years ago. Yeah. Who's this guy with the mustache and his beard? Yeah. But you know what? He's, he's a great college basketball player and has been for, you know, a long time for Fuey up there uh, in Spokane. That was, that was a great atmosphere. I, I give St. Mary's credit. They took, they took yeah. punches and were down a lot. They got it back to the five. I think that was, was as close. Five, yeah. I think that was as close as they got, and then Gonzaga was able to, you know, just steady themselves and get to the finish line and get a victory. But for those that weren't listening last week, when Steve gave you his list of people he thought could win the title, my point on Gonzaga is I think they benefit significantly not having that one next to their name and not having the burden of, you know, that is this is Mark Few finally gonna maybe maybe not one in six is hard. You've heard me say it forever. Their program is built for it. And by the it, I mean the stage. They're a blue blood program. Yeah. Period. Got to win one, I know. But just not having to hear about it as much, not having to carry that one next to their name, I think could be helpful. I have to talk about a game here real quick. It's going to be featured in Bad Beats. What happened in Iowa City was absolute lunacy. (laughs) Iowa, I want to say they went, it was six for 52 or something and from three and back-to-back losses. And then they came home and then Michigan state played an unbelievably high level game, big time buckets being made and Michigan state's going to get a win. They're up double digits late. And then, but you know what happened? Iowa made five threes in a row to force overtime and they won in overtime and covered. But the thing that happened with Fran McCaffrey and the official Kelly Pfeiffer where Fran got teed up and then I and then just walked over and just stared at him. I, I could never be an official because I think I would have fought McCaffrey. No doubt. I think I would I think I'd have chucked the ball at him. I'd have thrown it, I'd have I'd have given him a technical and kicked him out. I'm like, what are you doing? So what is this? You're gonna come stare at me, 
and and what? And and what I'm ooh, I'm scared. Yeah. Go talk to your team in a timeout. Be an adult. Like, come on. Be and here's the thing. I I I have spent time. This is a long, long time ago. Many it was a couple of coaching stops ago for Fran. Couldn't be a better guy, does awesome stuff in the community. And and you can be that person and then be just have a gear <laughs> that you can find in game. I mean, I can say the same for is. I mean, I I I could love Tom Izzo more as a guy, but it, during games, like he rides officials like secretariat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it just won't stop. But but the thing with Fran, where he went over and stared at the guy, it's like I, I swear if that were me and the if I'd I, I'd have thrown him out, and then they'd say, "Why'd you throw him out?" I was gonna say, "Cause look what like what is he trying to do? Yeah, scare me, intimidate me, you, you. like <laughs> I, I I'd have said that." Literally, I'd have said that just because it's just what is this? And and the internet loves it because the internet loves stuff like that. But like, I had a coach ranked high. I'll put it that way. <laughs> who's like love Fran, but he's get you got to chill. And I say, there's no chill in, in no. him on game day. And so all credit because from there, Iowa went nuts. So I guess that's just where we're going to start. You know, just come out and just eyeball the officials. Uh, I get the Twitter. I get the Twitter loved it. Uh, I just, I just don't think that that's a look that I that's endorsable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What yes. would you, what would you have done if you're the official? Come on, you refed games back in the day. 20, oh. 20 a game. Yeah, you're no Kelly. One, no one stared. No one stared me down. I bet they didn't. <laughs> but if you're in his shoes, and and I think. He he did everything he could to not escalate. He just stood there and kind of stared back. But how he took that and didn't chuck the ball at him yeah. or, tee, or tee him up or or just, like, I don't know how he took it. Better man than me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just no, think. It is a know. thankless job, man. There, that's, that's, it is, that's, it is, there it is brutal. Especially no, in that league because they every, don't get enough. every team in the league, and I am – right there at the front of the line, guilty about it. Every fan base complains about the whistle. When Maryland lost in Mackey, there was a long list of like, are you joking with these things? Are you joking with these calls? Then Purdue came to Maryland. They were convinced, well, they had a hard time reconciling a 29 to four run, but it was the officiating before that, that they complained about. I complained about the coal whistle. Big cat loves that. The Madison whistle. I call I call the call center Big Ten Cameron, but that's all anyone in the league does is complain about the road whistle, and you've got a coach like Is, who's the best, and is relentless in riding him. You got Fran again, awesome guy away from the game, as I know and have experienced and seen up close, but has gear once the game starts. That if you're one of these officials, man, I guess. As you said, thankless job. I I give a tip of the cap though to, to Pfeiffer. Um, he he handled something far far better than I possibly could have. Yeah. What was he saying underneath his breath during that? Oof. I I'd have, I'm telling you, I'd have fought. I'd have been fired. I'd have I'd have been fired. Because it's just you get a grown man walking down there to give you the eyeball. Like what? Holy crap! Iowa won though. What a, what a game! What a weekend in college basketball. One more, 
and then the best week of the year, according to Stanford Steve. Yep. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have two topics that that are unrelated to what we were just discussing. Okay. Uh, One is, I'm interested in what you think of this player heading into the combine because I, I read today, Anthony Richardson said, hey, I'm going I'm throwing. Mm-hmm. Todd McShay said hardest uh, evaluation of the entire draft. Yep. Still has him inside the top ten, and I'm like, if he's hard, so hard to evaluate, like how, like you got him top ten? What's the what's the issue? And if, if you're not familiar, I assume folks probably are, but just quick idea of who we're talking about: quarterback from Florida. Handful of starts, not a ton. Mm-hmm. One season, one exactly. But I mean, that's we've seen seen it before. It hadn't always worked out great when you only got one season as a starter. Mm. But in an era where the efficiency throwing the football is, there, there's an expectation. <laughs> you can't have George Blandon numbers. <laughs> we're we're looking at some of George's years back out there slinging the rock oh, in his man. late thirties as a starting quarterback, and they were not. Not uh, not great, but it's a different era. And so you're expected to have high, 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 high percentage uh, completions. And he didn't, um, but he's compelling. And I think the fact that he's going out there to Indy in a show, show me spot, I'm just rooting for the guy to go out there and crush it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I wonder when you watched him this year, and I mean, it's kind of not, it's, it's like a loaded question or not a fair question. Cause it's like, well, which game? But what yep, did he? That, what did he? What did he show? What did he show you in, say, a Utah game or or uh, South Carolina? They smoked him. Like, oh, what did he show you in, in, for a ceiling when he looked good? Enough to make me intrigued. It's the ultimate roller coaster, Scott. I can make a highlight film of him, and if we just did highlight, like he would have the best highlight film of any player in this draft. Like an and, and one make him an and one mixtape for quarterbacks. Yeah. I can gotcha. make him I can make him look like the best player in a draft. Okay. And I'll say it, he's more talented at this point right now than when Josh Allen was coming out of the draft. And everybody hold, knew hold, hold on, hold on. Hot, hot, hot sizzling take. He has more tools, he has more talent than Josh Allen at this stage coming out of for the draft. Now, okay. what do we look at with Josh Allen? His last year he came back, 
He was going to leave, but he came back. What did he? He didn't have his top four receivers. He lost offensive line. He got his brains beat in by Iowa to start the year, and he overcame that and got better through that season. And what has he done? He's gotten better every single year. That's what I wonder about with all these young guys is the work ethic. I, I love what I've seen from Richardson. The good, the bad is not good, and it's 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 kind of selfish play. It's indecisiveness, which you don't want. And here's the biggest factor. You mentioned it. He hasn't played. These quarterbacks, you know, you're you're an NFL team. And Russell and I talk about this all the time. College football fans watch more NFL than NFL fans watch college. So mm, the, that's the, interesting. The, the oh, it's it's a fact. Now you're uh, right. I I never thought I've never thought about that. The NF the NFL fan, though, thinks every guy is good that they draft. And they don't look into, hey, this guy hasn't played a lot of snaps. And, like, go back to Mr. Trubisky. He played one season. You know, the Bears took a chance on him, and they liked what they saw. He needed more experience. He still struggles with reading defense and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So if you are drafting Richardson, you cannot expect anything from him. Well, McShay's McShay's comment that who's the guy that people are saying is on the trajectory to be the greatest quarterback of all time, Patrick Mahomes. He came out of – seven-on-seven Big 12 passing, and told McShay he couldn't identify the Mike linebacker. (laughs) Didn't know the Mike. Never had to. Well, no, that's exactly right. That wasn't asked, wasn't asked to pick him out of a lineup. Really, really wasn't an issue. And so, and that's not a knock. It's just, he just didn't know it. And I mean, I'm looking at Richardson's game log, and I watched that game against Florida State to end the year. The the good, the the wow plays are so much wow. But he's nine of twenty-seven. Yep, nine of twenty-seven in the game. Hit some big plays, three touchdowns. Had the one pick. The Utah game was was the big sort of coming out party where you're like, whoa. Yep. And then the next week he plays subpar against Levis in Kentucky, and had had him on the field against Utah. No big deal. No big deal. What was the record again this year? I don't know. Twenty-six over five hundred, something like that. It's fine. I'm sure there'll be regression to the mean or some just people on the internet will tell me whatever. Because they, they, they got to wait. A, they got to wait a long time to see. Yeah, trombone shorty's not coming until next fall. But I, I'm just, I like the fact that he's gone out there to 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 put the work on display, to put his bet on himself, or like warts and all. Like here's what it is, you know. Here's yeah. what it is. You like it? Get at me. You don't? Okay. He's gonna throw the ball 75 yards one time, and people are gonna be like. Oh and he's going to run a, a a mid four four like four something five or whatever maybe I don't know whatever it is he's going to be like whoa and he's going to go high in the draft and maybe it works maybe it doesn't it's just incredible to me how bad NFL teams are at drafting at the top at quarterback it's, they're just so bad at it I I'll just say this look at those situations that quarterback was drafted into. Of course, of course. I mean, like, let's say, just say it's the Carolina Panthers, and then he ends up having to go start or something. Mm-hmm. But good luck. Yep. I mean, New Patrick coaching Mahomes, staff, Patrick, you know, the whole right. thing. Patrick Mahomes got to sit with Alex Smith. Who exactly. Was, oh, okay. You get to see how a pro approaches it, and then you're more gifted than he is by a lot, and that's your turn, and now he's off and running. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It is often – the situation that you're drafted into that, that puts you in a position to succeed because who's who can overcome it? We're talking about the the Bears and like oh like their draft pick is apparently they're they're 
up to trade it. Well, makes sense. You got a bunch of quarterbacks that either are going to work or they're not going to, and someone's going to reach for. I mean, maybe maybe Young's awesome. Maybe he's not. Maybe Stroud's awesome. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's Levis. Maybe it's not. Whatever. We don't know. We just don't know. I and do either, know that after this weekend, uh-huh. Richardson and Stroud are going to throw at the combine, and mm-hmm. that's all you'll hear about. So probably. I mean, look, just you get know, ready. Johnny Manziel threw it eight miles. Zach Wilson like threw a seventy yard pass, and like, wow, he's going to go high. I mean, I, cool. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, I just can't figure out how teams are so bad at it. And so, if the Bears, the Bears have needs. You're, you can ask for a ton. You can get teams in a bidding war one against another to figure out who wants to move up to get the guy they want. And the Bears need more help. I mean, what's Fields? Well, we had this conversation in our show meeting. I said, TBD. I don't know. His leading receiver is Cole Komet and Mooney. I mean, they got all the money they can. They got a ton of money under the cap. Go get some receiver help. Draft some receiver, Draft some people that can help him up and keep him upright in front of him. So he doesn't have to run 60 yards for a touchdown every play. Mm. And maybe you got your guy, maybe you don't. But I totally get it if they want to, if they want to trade out. And you already dra- you already drafted a quarterback in yeah. the first round. Yeah. I just hate that. And it's like oh, the Bears. And it happens all the time. They got top pick. They got all this cap space. I, I don't give a about cap space. You can't just go out and get Patrick Mahomes. Like, people act like this NFL GM president front office thing is some easy gig. You can't just buy players, you know? Well, I, you, you, just, you, 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 I mean, you, free agency, you can help supplement, but I mean, there's yeah, never, I mean, been, I'm sure never, they're going to address their needs, but you're not going to be able to fill those, those voids with all pro players. No, and there's you know? never been a bigger gap between the, the amount of quarterback talent and the need for it. Oh, and yeah. there is an, uh, there is a long list of teams in the quarterback store line, and the shelves in the quarterback store are not exactly stocked. Um, yep. And it's re- I mean, think about Derek Carr. Been at it for a long time. I mean, he's a, certainly a capable player, but I mean, number of playoff wins, it's it's zero. Okay, that's not a knock. It's just. Part of its circumstance that you're drafted into, you live in a tough neighborhood because there's Kansas City. Okay, but somebody's going to convince themselves. You know, we get him. We're, we're we're good, and maybe maybe that's how it will go. Maybe but teams will teams will talk them. So it's 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 like a coach told me about the transfer portal in college football. Maybe there's a high, there's a four star, five star. Uh, ooh, we're going to be able to get that guy. Yeah, maybe the school that he's leaving is psyched. You're taking him. Maybe all you're doing is inheriting somebody's problem that they're happy to be rid of. Now in the NFL, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not saying Carr is a problem someone wants to get rid of, but Carr or Tannehill, like guys that have started and and won plenty of games, could be available. And I mean, are they are they going to be crushed in Tennessee if 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 Tannehill's not their guy anymore? Maybe not initially, but then if they end up with nobody in the next year. They're looking around going, you know, it was pretty good. Tannehill, he was good. <laughs> he won us some yeah. games. We, we were the one seed. Yeah, but we yeah, lost yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. We lost at home to the playoffs. We got to win the press conference. That's what we got to do. No, you got to try to win on Sundays. It's, and you know, you got to have that position sorted out. It's just amazing how many people need them and just sort of shuffling around from one team to another and get the scheme. You know what it is, Steve? We just need to get them in a scheme. <laughs> 
we're going we got a scheme. We're gonna play fast, man. We're really gonna play fast and get him in this scheme. Tempo. We're gonna go tempo. Yeah, we're gonna go tempo. Then on defense, man, we're gonna fly to football. We are the lion to the has nothing to do with our quarterback. I just want you to know we're doing it. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. Everybody else, they are walking to the football. Not us, buddy. We're flying to it. Tempo, fast tempo. Get it, get it cooking. I have one last thing, just an update. Attention, Breck. That's skiing talk for Breckenridge. Attention, Breck. Incoming. Big guy. Again, Blues Brothers style. One day, one day only. We're headed headed your way. Nothing the, like uh, it. Be on the across the country. Yep. Why wouldn't you for a day on the slopes? Be be uh be out there on uh on the slopes Friday, carving right. it up. Just pray for your boy. Pray for the uh pray for the ACLs. Pray for keep ourselves upright. Careful of those boots. They keep getting higher, I'm told. Puts a lot they more really pressure are. on the knees. I, I really it, I not didn't good remember. for big fellas. I couldn't agree more. Just don't want to snap the old femur or whatever the hell it is. Tib- tibia. All of them. <laughs> listen, exactly. Any and all. I got no ego about this. I'll go straight pizza cutter, pizza slice at the top. I will go pizza slice from the top to the bottom. Now it's going to take a hell of a lot longer to get to the bottom you go. Than, it, than it does East Coast style. But uh, just want to send a shout to the folks out, out West. Keep an eye out. Got to wear helmets these days. Really? Yeah, everybody wears helmets. Wow. I look like an absolute goon in a helmet. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like honest to god i look i look uh i'm in such need of help in this thing but again the, the, i'm absent any ego when it comes to this i'm just trying to stay sort of upright and um hopefully uh hopefully like i mean we got good snow out there yeah i gotta get uh, to the, see my folks at the blue moose that's a breakfast joint out there i bet i bet i've only been there in the summer i bet okay. in the winter you can't even get in the blue moose i bet you but, you can I I don't know. Make some just, calls. We just gave him a pop. Set it up. Just gave him gave him a Beware, pop. Beware, Blue Moose. Open hey, up. Blue Moose, look out for the big boy. Incoming. Got some uh, youngsters looking for some pancakes. Just throw some chocolate chips in them. We'll be good to go. You got something for me? Yeah, I have to uh, say thank you to the people in Greenville, North Carolina. What a weekend. Um, we talked about it. They had me down there. Uh, missed out on baseball. They had a huge weekend plan. I felt bad. Uh, they had North Carolina, who was, you know, their rival, of course. Carolina won't say they're their rival, but uh, they they come back and beat them Friday night. I got in Friday late Friday night, missed that game. I was supposed to go to the game Saturday. That got canceled because of rain. And then the basketball team hosted number one ranked Houston Saturday night and first sellout in, I think, over 15 years. Uh, but man, what a place! Uh, I love the passion they have. We talk about all the time when you travel, there's nothing like the energy of a college campus with what the youth provides. Uh, And it's just really, really cool. It's a great spot. I was blown away by the facilities. They are doing things right there. Uh, Baseball program is, is dying for that trip to Omaha. I hope they get, I hope they get it there. Uh, But the, the basketball um, people, the athletic department, Justin and, and Greg and his staff, uh, were, were just tremendous. Uh, they were just absolutely psyched to have me, and I was even more excited to be there. We've had a longstanding history with them people, and uh, I love, love affair, love, I affair. love them. And uh, uh, Brett over at Sup Dogs, what's what up, dogs? Lace that is, God, hold on now, just for, for, for folks that don't know, 
I mean, the, the thing, the best, the best part of college towns is that each one has their spot. Like mm-hmm. you heard it went like, for college park, Maryland wins. What do I say? Let's go to Bentley's. Yep. Those that know, know. Well, if you're in Greenville or some other parts in the, in the South, Sup Dogs is the spot, right? One, one of a number. And I was good. I didn't even have to go to another place. There you uh, go. With, with everything going there. So what was really good, Scott, and you'll, you'll appreciate this, is obviously people know coming in, they're all, they're all jazzed up, firing them down. And, you know, can we get it? Can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? And then all of a sudden, the workers there, the college student females, are coming up and asking pictures. And the first one comes up, can I get a picture? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, all right, take the picture. And she turns around and like slaps me on the chest. She's like, my dad loves you. There you go. Next girl walks up, I get a picture. My dad said the podcast with Scott is his favorite thing in the world. So we are a big dad pod. And it was just, it was just hilarious. Well, let's uh, be honest. Hear. Let's be honest. You're, you're, you're a happily married man of three young daughters. You're not there. You're not there trying to, you know, be the it, creeper. You're just there to be a, a spread good cheer. Yep. And if the lovely young gals that work in Subdog's dads are listening to the pod, I'm sure they're they're <laughs> lovely, and Steve was nothing but polite to them. And then the males come around, and I, I tried talking them out of them. No. You know, everybody's talking to them. You know, hey, I, I got a through through twenty five on East Carolina money line tonight. I'm like, just yeah. give me the twenty five. Yeah, here, give me like, the money. Spend I'll it get, on drinks. I'll give don't, it back to you that. later. I'll don't get, do that. You get the uh, hot bourbon and dip breath. <laughs> hey, Stanford Steve. Yeah, there were a lot of those. I love bad beats. Thanks, oh, buddy. Yeah, Thanks. it's yeah. That's a that's another thing. I was like, you don't love me. You love bad beats. Like I get that's it. fine. I get it. That's and, fine. Uh, you know, the like I said, the arena was on fire. Walked through the student section before. It was awesome. The reception, and then I'm sitting front row, and I'm shooting the half court shot. The under twelve timeout. Sky had to avoid my favorite thing in a game is the popcorn because I'm like I can't eat the popcorn. Because we're going to get all the hands all messed up. Yep. And with the baseball game being canceled, I was able to get over, get a couple shots in. You know this. Empty arena. Everything's feeling good. And the second I walked into that arena, I said, I'm going to throw this ball right over the backboard. You yep. just you can't compensate for the energy that was in that building. Yep. And I'm sorry. The goal was to hit the rim. And yep. uh, we went top right backboard. So Just just know this. The, the Jays that were getting up, during the empty arena portion of the day, uh, it was it was it was Prince. It was soft and wet. Those those yeah. jumpers were perfect. And then you got out there and you cavemaned it. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> I told you. And I will blame you. Like I blame the popcorn staring me in the face, and I blame you because you did a video I right did. before I went out there. Like I was locked in, kept my head down. And then it's good. And then you start screaming no quarter and the place is just going crazy, waving white towels and I, uh, got distracted. Not going to lie. I suggested that if Steve made it, that by by law, he was the mayor of Greenville. And and then people got fired up. And then I'm screaming no quarter because obviously we love the good folks down there at East Carolina. Uh, they didn't paint that one purple. Uh, it would have been no. a lot to ask against Houston. But you it know covered. what I love? You know, it, it cover. It, this is something that I've said often about and not just our show. I mean, but for the purposes of this conversation, our show, 
You know, we start the show, best thing I saw today. Like we did Fordham women's basketball last week. A couple of seniors mm-hmm. made some shots and they're fired up that they're seen and people are like, people just want to feel like they're, oh, wow, that, you know, they made it on just to ESPN. And it's, it's nice to be reminded that that can mean something. And for whatever reason, years ago, you know, I'll, I know the one main reason was the guy showed up at, uh, <laughs> Guy showed up with the East Carolina sign down there in Dallas, Fort Worth, which kind of became a running joke. But I've always had an affinity. It's the gears, unbelievable. Yes, and they're they they'll take on all comers. They'll play Carolina. Yes. They'll play state. State and Carolina want to play them, but they'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. They're going and to they, Michigan week one. Love it. <laughs> Buckle up, go blue. All right, the Pirates are coming in. Uh, and I just I've always just identified with that mentality that little bit it's not underdog it's just we're not the biggest but we'll <laughs> we'll fight you and they land some punches and they've won some big games and you yep. seeing it up close and and you the enthusiasm you had to share with me this story of just how facilities are sick the fan base is so dialed in and passionate and I'll promise you guys this much I haven't been down there but I'll as long as me and Steve are here doing it we're going to rep you guys and fly your flag always and uh, it- you guys, because you guys are just, you occupy a special place for us for whatever reason. I'll just say this too. Like, everybody wants a comparison. What's it like? What's it like? I've been everywhere in North Carolina. Outer Banks, Wilmington, all the way around. Charlotte, Winston-Salem, Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham. And they're like in the middle of all that. They're their own place. And it kindly, the, the vibe of it and the school pride, and, the, and you talked about it. The fans are dialed in. It's kind of like a West Virginia. You know, you got you got Ohio yeah. around there, you got yeah. Pittsburgh around there, but gosh darn it, right there is Morgantown, and they love them some Morgantown. And that's what ECU is with Greenville. It's it's a really, really cool spot. So thanks again to those people. Uh Coach Schwartz got a great thing going on. Was able to talk to Coach Houston uh at halftime of the basketball game. Obviously, he's got everything going in the right direction. Saw the other mayor, Holton Aylers, wishing him luck for the uh, NFL draft. Uh, but yeah, ECU, no quarter. No quarter. So Breck, I mean, just that—that's what you're up against, you know. When I, I, I'm just looking for that kind of reception. Just pick me up, pick me up, carry me around on your shoulders, as if I'm a conquering hero. No, it's it's fine. I'll just be the guy, the peepaw and the helmet that looks like <laughs> I got like a moments away from a hor- horrifying injury. Go ahead. All right, one last one on the way out. On the way out. You know, we do this podcast every week, right? And I, most, I'm starting mostly. to wonder. It's been years. Like, does anybody on the show staff listen to this? No. Like, once in the history of this podcast, has it ever happened where it's like, hey, I heard you guys talking on the podcast. We should do that on the show. No, they don't. That's, they don't. never right. happened. No, it's fine. It's fine. Because the 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 girl at Sup Dog's dads are listening. That's that's yeah. who we, and, and they're fired know. up for swim season. They want they want to get in the swim season. I'm like, hold on. All right. Let's, you know, we just did a little. Sure. Just finished up winter swim last week. Three big, three blue ribbons in the last swim. Getting, you know, this is our, this is our ten and under season. So you gotta gotta max out when you're on the high end of the <laughs> of the age food chain. Because you get in the water was twelve. Get those ribbons, baby. Yeah, yeah, ne- next year you're in the summer. You're, you're in the water was in twelve year olds, and you're you're gonna be late to the wall that time. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, this was fun all over the map with a bunch of nonsense. So I uh, hope everybody has a good week. Pray for your boy and his ACLs and everything else and hope that we get down the mountain in one piece. And uh you could do we'll be, it. We'll be good. We'll be about 
We're God a week willing. next week when we're yep. doing this. We're in the midst of the best week of the year. There you go. Stanford Steve in Nothing his abs in his absolute glory. Have a great week, y'all. See you.